Open Headspace podcast, where we strive to expose the unspoken, normalize vulnerability, and explore controversial questions while in mindful relationship with Jesus. I'm Noelle. And I'm McKenna. <laughs> okay, I had to break character. <laughs> so today, we're back with another half hour hash out. Um, we'll give you the name of the talk of that minute taco the taco of the, that the taco but what first we're gonna taco about first we're gonna have a little <laughs> bit of unstructured conversation time so yes i have a very important question for you this week <laughs> very important question I, for you. as i picked it i was kind of laughing to myself um what happens when you give a stone a piercing okay wait hold on <laughs> does it have the word pebble in it no okay <laughs> Everybody who's wearing earbuds, you might want to turn down for a second. I'm about to laugh. R.I.P. Headphone users. But it's called a punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) first joke of the day. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Where did you find this? Um, It's called Facebook. You heard it here first. Social media. (laughs) All my jokes are not original. I steal them from social medias, just so you're aware. Nobody nobody at me, please. Rocks are... Yeah, I feel like... How would you even give a rock a person? You pray. (laughs) And then God pierces it, and then water comes from it, because Moses Oh, wait, no! You find those rocks... You know those rocks when you're kids, and you find they have, like, massive holes in them, you drop pine cones down them? And they just go straight through. Yeah. I love doing that. So those ones are punk rocks. There you go. I've seen those. I should say that next time I see one. <laughs> I just like look at that. It's a, it's a punk rock. Thing. It's a punk rock. <laughs> next time we go to the beach. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, McKenna, what was our, um, what do we want to taco about today? Uh-huh. Taco. Taco about. We are taco about it. Okay. Sorry. Uh- <laughs> we need, we need my tacos, my stuffed taco. Oh, we need the talking taco. <laughs> Uh, so today's topic is on boundaries. Again, we had a topic conversation about that last time we had a hash out, but there's so much to talk about when it comes to boundaries. We figured let's give it another round. Let's give it another, another go. <laughs> another go from McKenna's perspective. Yes, of course, okay. we'll both have thoughts on this, but as we were talking last time, I was like, there's so many different resources that came to mind and I didn't want to just like throw them in because it would be a very long podcast. So we split it up, <laughs> Yeet. but yeah, so I had this book that I read conveniently and it it's called boundaries, but it's specifically in dating, but this person writes a lot of books around boundaries. So it just happens to be about dating, yeah. <laughs> but in this part, he defines some of the, um, the purposes and definitions of boundaries. And I thought it was so interesting. Um, not only did he mention that it's like defining yourself as different from other people like we talked about. Mm-hmm. It's also a thing that protects, yeah. keeps you safe. It also was mentioned in here that God has boundaries. Yeah. I found that intriguing. When I first read that, I was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> um, the references that they make, they say God has many clear boundaries. This is on page 28, by the way. Um, he And bow boundaries, they kind of define it as like values as well. So keep that in mind. He says that he loves the world. That can be considered a boundary because it's a value in John 3.16. He loves a cheerful, cheerful giver, 2 Corinthians 9.7. He hates haughty eyes and lying tongue, Proverbs 6.16 and 17 and things like that. Um, but I thought it was interesting. I love the idea of boundaries not just being like a set of rules you follow, but something that defines you and your values. Yeah. I'd never heard of that before reading this book. And then hearing your perspective on it, I was like, dude, 
It's not just something in one book. This is more. Where did you learn a lot about your boundary understanding? Uh, I learned a lot of it from one counseling. I learned a lot about different things in counseling. So that's what I will reference a lot in this podcast. Um, <laughs> that's my main learning place. But I also learned a lot from my, um, my slightly older but wiser friends. Um, I'm not going to name names because I don't know if they want right. to be mentioned on here yet. But I know who you're, I know you know who you're, I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. We, we meet all the time. Um, hello. <laughs> hello. You guys know who you are. Oh. <laughs> um, but I learn a lot from them as well because mm-hmm. they've learned a lot about boundaries in their past. And so they've been able to be like, well, let's, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. That's going to be a meme. I'm going to make yep. a meme about tacos now. Tacos I'm going to write that down. Talk about it meme. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's, that's how I learned my boundaries is mostly from, um, not memes, um, my brain is went memes. to, my brain went to memes, um, uh, mostly from, from wiser friends, mm-hmm. and, um, sometimes I had some youth leaders who would teach me a little bit about it, too, when I was in high school, Yeah. which now I'm learning back and looking back at my high school years of youth group and trying to siphon off of some of their wisdom, too, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely different than how I learned boundaries because when I was younger, the idea of boundaries was very much just like a set of rules. And maybe that's because I'm a type one and everything becomes a rule. Yeah. But I mean, everything from, and this is conversations for other times, but like purity culture, I think was a big one that my yeah. head was wrapped up in. Yeah. Um, and how there's like rules. And I don't think rules are bad. No, rules are Obviously, bad. I don't think rules are bad. I'm, I like keeping rules. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, but having that coming from the right source, I think, makes a huge difference. Okay. So somebody who sees boundaries as a set of rules, you see um, your existence as a line. Mm-hmm. I'm drawing a circle with my hand right now, and you're in the middle, and you're seeing how close you can get to the outside. Um, and that's not a healthy perspective because what you end up doing is compromising and creating excuses instead of holding a value. And I think... Um, the perspective to have when it comes to boundaries is this is who I am and you're pursuing the Lord in relationship with Jesus, you're pursuing him. And of course, boundaries do make a clear line of the difference between you and other things, but the perspective you have in keeping those boundaries should be more about pursuing something rather Mm -hmm. than avoiding something. Um, Or even just pushing how far you can go. So yeah, even just seeing boundaries is more of a defining who you are and finding your values and holding true to those. I thought it was cool. It comes from a good place and it's not a fear-based thing. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like the boundaries don't come from a fear-based place, mm-hmm. from, from fear. Words are hard. <laughs> That's somebody else's. Don't, don't at me, guys. That's, I just, I picked it up and it's, it's somebody else's, I promise, but my brain doesn't, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, what was that? Boundaries, um... Boundaries, uh, keeping them from a place of fear versus from a source. Boundaries shouldn't, boundaries shouldn't come from a place of fear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Which is easy, I think, for, it was always easy for me to do that, because it's like, I don't want to be bad, so I'm going to do everything I can to be good. So it was a fear thing, and that doesn't, I feel like that's just like this awkward middle ground between avoiding bad things, but not ever really pursuing something good. You're just in this awkward, like... I feel like I'm constantly being trapped by my own values. <laughs> okay, here's a question. Um, the Would the underlying root cause of that be, um, like, shame? Are probably. you afraid of shame? Oh, yeah, that would probably be it, for sure. Oh, yeah. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, this sounds very fearful, because, mm-hmm. or not fearful, but shameful, because you're worried about... Um, um, something that's different. I don't know if I said this in the last podcast. I'll probably say it a lot, but the difference between shame and guilt is shame is I am something bad. Mm, right. And guilt is I did something bad. Yeah, um, that's good. Dude, so, I, <laughs> I mean, it's in my head. Um, yeah. 
But um, that just was like, I'm avoiding being bad. And I was like, that sounds like it's right. coming from a shame area yeah. root. I think the, the struggles that we have on the inside and then the messages we hear from the outside, like even just the idea of boundaries, those things mesh in weird ways. <laughs> I'm going to write this down. Boundaries shouldn't come from shame instead yeah. of fear. Yeah, do that. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I, something I actually just wrote down um, pertaining to values. They should set us free, yeah. not hold us down. Um, and that's, I think, the perspective that you... That's almost unspoken, because it's like... I feel like a lot of us would agree, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Boundaries aren't supposed to be just a set of rules to follow. Um, but we also... It's unspoken. <laughs> yep. Because, I mean, that was the mindset I grew up on. I was like, it's a set of rules, things you should and shouldn't do, because... Um, I'm not wise enough to really think about my decisions or I need to have these lines because otherwise, you know, it just, it was all shame and fear based. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. No, it's not good at all. I don't know where that accent came from. I'm so sorry. Not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> oh, wait, it sounds like a movie character. I can't think of who it is. Um, I was thinking Caterpillar from, um, um, uh, oh, Tales. Jonah. Um, Jonah, yeah. Yes. Caterpillar. <laughs> so sorry. It's <laughs> a side check. Um, tales. Oh man, we're just kids who it. grew up in church. Yes. We grew up with parents who were in the church. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's even. I'm sorry. I tangenting from that, both growing up in the church, it's interesting how we have different things that we learn from this. Nice to say you didn't also hear the balance for lines. Mm-hmm. I think it might have settled differently for both of us just based on who we are. I didn't really learn about what boundaries were until recently, really? actually. So I didn't actually learn about boundaries. I learned rules. Huh, yep. Okay, I yeah. learned don't do this. I wasn't boundaries. It was... You oh, you didn't allowed. hear the word boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. No, I just learned you're not allowed to do this. Right. So therefore you cannot... Um, that is so interesting. I've always heard boundaries associated with the rules. I've never heard them separate. So that's why there's such a stigma around boundaries for yeah. me. I was like, I have to redefine this word. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why it was so easy for me to understand what they were because I didn't that grow up with them meshed together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that play into how we perceive rules and boundaries. Yeah. Everything from uh, your childhood to your personality to... Yeah. Um, I guess there's more. I can't think. I'm, I'm good with lists, but not on the top of my head. <laughs> I feel it. Um, um, anyway, do you want to move on to another point, or do yeah. you have more about what we're talking about I think, now? I mean, we could continue expanding on that after I mentioned stuff, stuff Absolutely. about the Bible. Yes, because that's what you want to do, is you want to go into the Bible. I want to go to the Bible. You're my Bible person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we already kind of addressed, like, where the source of boundaries kind of can come from and should come from. Now, going back to that point that God has boundaries, I thought it was so interesting reading that. I think, first of all, coming from a place that sees boundaries as rules, it's like, What? what god has boundaries but then after getting that redefined in my head and understanding a little better um i just thought that was so cool i mean we see boundaries all over in the bible yeah i didn't know this but after mentioning that one part the first thing that comes to mind is genesis (laughs) like the whole first chapter you see god separated the light and the dark he separated uh, water and land he separated and defined different species at different times he separated the day and the night separated male from female there is all sorts of this like this is one thing and this is the other thing preach (laughs) but it's beautiful because i think for us when we read things like oh you're putting i mean maybe it's called labeling but like god (laughs) created a uniqueness to each thing and that's something that boundaries gives it frees us up to be who God made us to be or like I mean yeah he created that separation yeah yeah exactly and I think separation can come across as like 
decorated, you know? <laughs> like, decorated. Um, it's interesting, I think, our perspective on things that are separated nowadays, yeah. and I, I won't get into that, but um, seeing it as a boundary thing was just so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I think, I mean, take, for example, light and dark. If you never separated those two things, there wouldn't be these unique experiences associated mm -hmm. with them. Um, they have to be different. Yeah. It has to be stated why they're different. Yeah. <laughs> And it's cool. <laughs> uh, what was another place that had boundaries? I mean, I don't know if this one would really make sense, but I mean, Tower of Babel, technically, there was a separation between God and man in terms of authority. Like, God was like, y'all, no, no, that's not your place. <laughs> he called us to rule the earth, but he didn't call us to do that. <laughs> like, taking control for ourselves, so having a separation there and put it in its place. <laughs> Do you want to quickly explain what the Tower of Babel is, just in case yeah, you don't know who it is? Um, in Genesis, there was a nation that, I don't, oh man, I don't have that story memorized, but maybe I can find it if I don't like I can. I it. can also give kind of Yeah, actually, how about you I go know, for it? Because I know what it was. Um, <laughs> so the Tower of Babel, there was a nation or just like a group of people. I don't know for sure. This is going to be paraphrasing, but there was a group of people mm -hmm. who wanted to reach the heavens and so they thought because they um, they were starting to build stuff. Mm -hmm. They could build a tower to heaven. Yeah. And so what God did was he was like, nah, fam, you was, you was on earth. I is in heaven. This is not how this is supposed to mm -hmm. work. And so what he did was he separated everybody's by languages. Oh, we see he, another he separated, example of separation. Yeah. He separated the na uh, um, nationalities. He created new languages so that we wouldn't be able to communicate so that they would stop making the tower. Yeah. Because he it was works. like, nah, fam. It works. Don't do it. We see that, this is a slight tangent, we see that kind of um, action on humans trying to take control. Everything time. like from Eve eating the, Adam and Eve I should say because they were both there, but anyways, um, <laughs> eating the, the fruit, like that was an act of taking control for themselves. And we see the Tower of Babel, and Babel is actually a archetype, Babylon. Yeah. We see the, really? Mowers now? Okay. Always, um, right here. We see the archetype of Babylon reiterated through history. Yeah. Yeah. Egypt, Israel eventually became a sort of Babylon. I am quoting Bible Project right now, just so y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> we love the Bible Project. I love the Bible we stand, Project. We stand them. But... Yeah. Anyways, that was a total tangent, but... That's a good one. What's another example of boundaries in... Boundaries in Bible. I just hit the... I feel like that was the main one I wanted to hit was Genesis. Okay. I mean, go read Genesis 1-1 after this. At, or 1-1. Just 1-1. <laughs> I think mean, what's really cool is our church is about to do a series on Genesis too, so we're about to get a little bit more of insight. Yeah, we is. I'm so excited. I love Genesis. Oh. Dude, if we could do a podcast just on Genesis. I mean, we probably could, but oh. I don't want to start a brand new thing. Right. <laughs> Go and read Genesis 1, yeah, all the way through 1, and you will see a beautiful connection you in your head. Yeah, homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Write a paper on it. Grades will be, uh, we'll be giving out grades the week after. Post to Instagram by midnight tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, read through it, see it. Sometimes we read things and it's like you see it from one perspective, but then as soon as you're introduced to, oh, look for how the Lord displays his love here. Look for how the Lord displays justice. Look for how people try to take control. Look for boundaries. You'll start to really see stuff. <laughs> yeah, if you look for it, you'll find it usually. I, oh, great. And we even talked about Jesus. There we go. That's another Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the Bible. In the last boundaries talk, he had mentioned that Jesus had different circles. Yeah. That was a sense of boundaries where he defined like levels of intimacy yeah. with people. Yeah. Like even Jesus had. Yeah. 
So Jesus said boundaries. <laughs> that was kind of all the, the Bible boundary stuff I had in mind to bring up, but yeah, fun connections. <laughs> Those were some fun connections. Okay, well let's move into quickly some um, my words are struggling right now because my brain I haven't had a lot of caffeine today. Um <laughs> I know, I want more coffee. Um, but I'm not supposed to. But anyway, <laughs> besides the point, um, <laughs> we're going to move into some mental leftovers, and I'll go over maybe some of the notes that yeah, I took. Yeah, I'd love to hear um, the notes. So, the notes that I took was God has boundaries, mm-hmm. but then I did an equal sign, uh, boundaries equal values. So God yeah. has boundaries equals value, but also I try to separate it as like God has boundaries, mm-hmm. and then boundaries equal values, and then I have like an arrow. Yeah next to them and then and then i i drew a picture of what you were trying to say with the circle when mm-hmm. you draw in the circle and you were in the middle so maybe i'll do that in my notes when i'll draw a circle and then what i'm understanding i drew an arrow that's to the next to the line of the rules because there's that circle in the middle and then it's almost like a radial line yeah to the um the out, outer outer ring yeah it says moving as close as you can to the line as possible um without breaking the rules right. is kind of the that's standard that you grew up in rule keeping perspective i'll write yeah. that down there's source seeking and there's rule keeping. Oh, <laughs> oh drop the mic. Oh. <laughs> Again, it's Wait, good because I said seeking? it, right? Was that the meme you posted? Yeah. <laughs> source seeking versus rule keeping. Uh, versus rule keeping. I'll put that in my notes too. <laughs> <laughs> and then. That perspective changes everything. Everything. Source seeking. Look for ways that you can separate yourself from another being so that you can be freed in your identity right. yeah and pursue who you are in christ what the lord says about you pursue what you believe to be true that sounds very much like what you believe to be true but believe in <laughs> what what you <laughs> feel led to believe yeah. first because of god pursue truth instead of yeah. pursue truth instead of listening to other like it's not bad to listen to others right but we're not saying ditch everybody else's realities exactly <laughs> but in, when it comes to how your source would create rules mm-hmm. like say hypothetically uh i don't have any examples i'm trying to think there's got to be a silly example of this <laughs> I don't know. you have a value you like the color purple but you hate orange and now you're going out of your way to have a rule where you can't look at orange you can't touch orange like when you start creating rules around it you're not necessarily going i love purple i'm gonna seek purple you're going i don't like orange i'm gonna avoid orange yeah or on another note is i love purple i'm gonna seek purple but then everybody around you is i love orange Mm -hmm. therefore you should also love orange that's when you start forcing your values on other people yeah and that happens way too often and some people don't even realize that they're doing it which is the sad part that Um, would be another topic of boundaries is talking about like because we have our own values that you seek. Once yeah. you get to that place, that's great. But what do you do when somebody else's boundaries start to be unhealthy and they're forced out on you? Yeah, and that's going to be part of what I'm going to talk about next. the next time we talk, Ooh. I do a hash out with core values. Yes. Um, because those core values are basically the boundaries of how you rule yourself. Well, rule yourself, but run, your, mm-hmm. run the way you think. and How you exist. <laughs> how you exist, yes. Um, but yeah, my other couple of points that I wrote down was I wrote boundaries shouldn't come from a place of fear. And that's when I stemmed to the point of boundaries shouldn't come from shame. Mm. Boundaries are not shameful. Um, I should say boundaries shouldn't be rooted in shame. Yeah. Because sometimes you need a boundary because there was a shameful thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to write boundaries should not have a root in shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not. Boundaries work best when they're not rooted in shame. Yeah, they do. Okay, I'm going to write that down. You can end up with all sorts of flavors. 
open of boundaries that aren't not particularly healthy i'm still learning this too <laughs> yes i feel that dude rooted in shame or riddles my perspective today is both basically just like look what i read no, this but, is what i thought but that's good you're very book smart thank you yeah <laughs> and then my last point that i wrote down is boundaries should set us free and not weigh us down absolutely boundaries should set us free rule keeping versus source seeking and no shame yes Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's very, very, um, very wise. Um, bringing words are wow. I'm struggling. <laughs> it's a very wise perspective to bring to the table to the discussion about boundaries. I'm kind of very proud Why, of you. Why? Thank you. I appreciate it. Good. You should. So homework and gooey discipline. Did you try to do that one voice filter where they do the? Ooh. Apparently, I do that really well, but I, I'm afraid to try. I just heard it. It was pretty good. <laughs> I did it's it like, around wow. my brother, and he was like, "Dude." You could do that so fast. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> Whoa! I am shook. <laughs> I feel like I should take a video of me doing that with the visual filter, but not the audio filter, so then people are like, oh, that's the filter. It's like, actually, no. At actually, the end. No, that's my boy. <laughs> that's good. I might try oh. that. <laughs> podcast even it's something we're both tired and need coffee apparently and pickles no oh, sorry no <laughs> well this is episode's coming out after the pickles so it's That's fine true but i didn't want to bring it up again <laughs> because i'm gonna talk about it because i'm gonna talk about it talk about it talk about it talk about it <laughs> i used to think that was called taco about it a song i used to think it was like taco body no taco body <laughs> taco body I was like listening to Shrek she every time we watched it, going, "What is this song? What are they saying?" Because there was a, they have a restaurant when they drive in that has a taco on it. Yeah. So in my head, it went taco. That's what they're saying. In the song. Taco bad. I need to make um, the talking taco our um, our podcast mascot now. Oh yes. I'll bring. I'll I will bring mess him up next and time. say taco. I think his name's Eduardo too. So <laughs> so sorry. We're taking a drink of water. Eduardo <laughs> the taco. Eduardo the Eduardo taco. Eduardo Taco. Eduardo the Talking Taco. Anyway, we've derailed a lot. So um, remember, boundaries work best when they're not rooted in shame. Um, they work best when they when they are secret se- secret seeking, um, source seeking, <laughs> source right, yeah. seeking, and and they're meant to set you free. Exactly. And with that, have a great rest of your week, McKenna. You want to send us out? Can I get a yeet for Jesus from you this time? Yeet! <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> right. Next time! <laughs> Bro, I'm the end! Stop! On the record button! I know! Oh no! Oh, it's still going! It's still going! <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I ran through. Yeah. <laughs>